that's the essence of the table talk is when I'm speaking to a patient, this is what you need to know to get what you want. This is what you need to do to get what you want. If I'm always thinking along those lines, and this is actually, I'm doing this for you. This is actually, I'm depositing in your account, your bank account. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And it is an honor for us to be with you here today. Thank you for tuning in. We just want to say, hey, it's great to be on the journey with you. You know what? Together we go farther. Now we know that more than ever before. Yes, we're in the middle of a series right now. If you're just picking up today, this is really a part three of seven. We're talking about the big seven. We call them the usual suspects over here in the remarkable practice. Uh, the reasons why people drop out of care, we're drilling down in retention. You know, we talk about as CEOs, we want to build remarkable businesses, right? We want to take that remarkable practice, turn it into a remarkable business. You want to have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life and not instead of one. This is not, these aren't words. These are the experience. And one thing that will drive that more than anything is having remarkable retention. And so we know that this is a challenge for practices, especially as you begin to scale and you begin to leverage more doctors and more people, and it becomes less driven by you the owner operator, you know, the guy who's can do it all. And you start to delegate that responsibility to other people. A lot of times, these are the things that can start to slip and fall through the cracks or start to lose the momentum maybe that you had when it was all under your control. So if you're looking to master one skill, you and your team, that's going to help you create that practice of your dreams. Table Talk's going to get you there. Dr. Steven, you talk about this as being the X factor you know, having visibility into practices worldwide. And I know we were talking about this right before we jumped on here today. Just if there's one thing that you've seen in your experience working with practices around the world for decades, this is that one thing. Guys, this topic, you may think, how does this fit into a CEO podcast? Well, you'll see by the time we wrap today that, man, I never thought about this as being such a CEO topic, but it absolutely is. We're talking about the one and only table talk. Dr. Pete, like you said, the one skill set, if you maybe just select like one thing that you see as a common talent, skill set, discipline, culture, what have you, of, of all the successful practices and practitioners that I've that I know, that I've observed, that I've seen, I've been in countless practices. I know, <laughs> I don't even know how many chiropractors I know, but here's what I know to be true is 100% of successful practitioners with great practices have nailed this skill set in its table talk. Now, there's lots of styles, there's lots of approaches, right? There's lots of ways to skin this cat, but the discipline and the culture of patient education and continued patient education is an absolute, right? So this is something that they start strong and they finish strong. These are doctors that recognize that there are seasons in the patient's life cycle, right? So from the very beginning to the middle to the end, right? So all the way through table talk is a constant, this never stops, right? So today we're going to talk about it from the CEO's perspective to make sure that we know where we should be investing, right? So we should be investing our time, energy, focus, and our money when it comes to 
developing these skills ourselves and training up and developing our teams so that they can help us in this process of patient education. You know, at the end of the day, the premise is, is that your retention is a reflection of your clarity, right? So your clarity as the owner, the boss, the leader, the clinic director, the doctor, your team's clarity and your patient's clarity, right? So clarity specifically around the value of continued chiropractic care. So we know that people start for one reason, but they stay for an entirely different reason. So you got to remember that it's like there's an education process that we have to commit to. That's a constant effort to create greater clarity around the value of continued chiropractic care. Yeah, I agree 100%. And and for all of you who are listening, I think if you've been doing this for any period of time, everything that Dr. Stephen, you just said is is resonating, you know, with them there, I'm seeing heads nod type of thing. Because I think the reality is, is that, you know, you don't get what you want, you get what you measure, you don't get what you want, you get what you tolerate. And unfortunately, a lot of times we tolerate too many things here. And we allow things to slip. And then what happens is we end up in a rut or what we call a vicious cycle, which is a downward spiral. And it's really challenging to get out of that with one relationship. Let's call it the one patient and you, but you'd repeat this over and over and and then it becomes this culture. And that's what we're going to address here today. Because as CEOs, your three objectives, if you think about it, it's vision casting, it's you know, it's, it's really kind of casting that vision for the, the business. This is part of the vision casting is that we are in the education business. These are educational centers. These are continuing education centers. So what does that look like on a day in and day out basis? Because this can become, again, we can easily lose sight of this because again, it's the repeating every single day kind of things. And we sometimes lose that sharpness and we lose the emphasis on it because it becomes routine and it stops being remarkable. And when the routine becomes remarkable, that's where it's about. And when the routine becomes mundane, that's when we lose it. So we've got to create routines that are remarkable. And this is one of the routines that's absolutely key. Dr. Steven, I just want to share this one thing. And then we're going to, I think we're going to get into some methodologies that are, that are going to be really helpful for you as CEOs, as you get your mind wrapped around, how do I create a culture? How do I lead a business that is going to run this way, right? How do I equip my team to run a business that executes this at this level? And it's, it's the concept is simply, you know, for me, and this, this applies now more than probably ever in history, uh, at least that we've, I've been alive for that, you know, every day in our daily huddle, it was time to prepare for the day. And for me, the daily huddle was easy to come in. You know, you could sense the team coming into the huddle room. You could see who got enough sleep last night, who didn't, who had their coffee, who didn't, you know, who's on who's off. And, but you know what, regardless of where people were at, like it was in the huddle that I was able to look around, gather my, I was like, okay, where are the troops at? How's everybody doing? Gather the troops. Right. And I was able to see it, but I knew that the huddle was the key because if we could, if we could get this right, we were going to have an amazing day. I set it up and it wasn't only me. I mean, my team was trained to do this as well. But when I was leading huddle, cause we had days that with certain people led, I was aware of all the energy in that room. And it was Hey guys, remember, we are, I just, the vision was we're getting choppered in, we're getting dropped into a war zone and there are POWs everywhere. We are in enemy territory and we're here to save lives. We're here to get them out. And I said, listen, our office is dropped into this community around us. We've got this outside in thinking, medical model, bad beliefs, toxicity, deficiency, deep in enemy territory. We're under fire, right? Exactly. So we go in there and this is the value of table talk is that guys, you don't know what's going on out there, but they're getting fired at. They're getting, there's stuff coming at them, whether it's not just health stuff, but life stuff. 
So when we speak life into them, when we ask questions that are meaningful, that are important, that are going to educate and move someone one little bit forward in their life, in their thinking, we're going to drive a little bit more understanding that the, the value of that is so that when they leave, they're more equipped. See, we think about it in terms of like what's happening inside your four walls. You actually have to think about what happens outside these four walls. That's the power of table talk. For me, table talk came back to and still comes back to, you know what? It's when they leave here. That's what I'm equipping you for. I know when you're here, it's a cool place. We got music, we got videos, we've got whiteboards, we've got nice people that love you. But when you leave, you're walking out of here and it's different. So remember, we're equipping people for that. And so with me and my team, you and your team, we got to be ready every day for this. Table talk is the daily thing, man. It's day after day. And if you can see why, what's the why for this? What are we creating here? What's the meaning of this? What's the value of this? It's outside of the walls. Then you inside your walls have the right perspective to then do the work that's needed from the moment they walk through that door all the way through the moment they leave that door. And Dr. Steven, we were talking about this. It's not just on the doctors, okay? Table talk is not just on the docs. This is everybody. Everybody's got to be able to talk tick. Everybody's got to have a, be ready for the day. Team, you know, call it counter talk, whatever you want to call it, front desk, UCAs, team floor CAs, tech CAs, everybody. We're ready for this on the regular, and we're going to set the expectations for that right from the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, table talk is awkward enough, right? It's unnatural enough. It's hard enough if everyone is doing it right, right? So, but if they walk in that front door and your team is not participating, if they're not playing along, if they're not part of the solution here, they're going to be part of the problem because they're going to start a conversation. They're going to set a tone. They're going to, they're going to set an energy and an expectation. They're going to be rolling into the adjustatorium with one mindset, one perspective, and one conversation that they're having. What's the conversation? You want to control that. You want to start at the front desk. So this has everything to do with training your team. As a CEO, you've got to recognize that everybody participates in this. You know, at the end of the day, our behaviors drive our outcomes, right? So changing behaviors is really, really difficult. You cannot focus on behavioral change. Our belief systems organize our behaviors and our behaviors drive our outcomes, right? So this is how we have to approach this when we look at our teams and our patients, and maybe even for ourselves, is our belief systems organize our behaviors, our behaviors drive our outcomes. So if we're trying to get better health outcomes for our people, they have to change their behaviors, including getting regular chiropractic care, but a lot of other behaviors need to change, right? So that means we need to go upstream from the behaviors and change their mindset, change their belief system, right? So the belief system is our job, right? That is the number one job of the chiropractor is to shift and change their belief system. If you want them to behave in a way that they're going to get those better health outcomes. Otherwise, you're going to be pounding your head against the wall, trying to get people to change behaviors directly. So got to go all the way upstream, Dr. Pete, and you've got to address that belief system. So this is a really, really hard thing to do. And every chiropractor, when you know when you press them, say, what's one of the most challenging things for you or for your associate doctors or for your team? It's getting them to talk tick. It's to getting them to do table talk, to do patient education and not talk about everything else that they could be talking about, right? So what I know to be true is there's only two types of chiropractic practices in the world today in a post-COVID world, those that have educated their patients and those that wish they had, right? So listen, this is not going to be our last catastrophe. So let's, if you're in the camp that says, you know what, I really wish we had, start tomorrow, right? So this episode is for you, right? For those of you who have been committed and doing your patient education, awesome. Guess what? 
Tomorrow's a new day. Continue to do this continuing education. And we're going to take something that's really, really hard to do, really awkward and unnatural. And we're going to make it easier. I wish we could make it easy. We can't make it easy, but we're going to make it really much, much easier for you to do it and do it really, really well and get much better outcomes as far as the patient's retention. Therefore, they'll be getting consistent care. Therefore, they'll be getting better health outcomes. Dr. Steven, it's absolutely critical. We talk another thing we've been saying you know, a lot, and you've probably heard this on the podcast. If you listen to the podcast and if you work with us, absolutely, it's consistency is the new intensity. You know, it's about doing things consistently well. That's the key here. And so, again, driving outcomes, understanding the behaviors, you know, belief drive behaviors, drive outcomes. If we want better outcomes, we got to have better beliefs. And the idea that, you know, this can be hard, but it can also be very easy. Like we're going to teach you how to do that. And that's, that's the value of, for example, you know, coming to an event, like for, we've got actually coming up, Dr. Steve, I just want to, you made me think about our events and the trainings that we do. And we've actually been getting back together again. We've got an event, the retention immersion actually coming up. And I'd love for you guys who are listening to this podcast, I'd love for you to join us in, in the U S we're going to be in Chicago in October and in Australia, we've got an event coming up in October as well. Dr. Steve, I think you've got those dates, but I'd love for you. Uh, we would love to have you join us for, for an event as an example with your team to actually train on this together. I mean, these are the things that we have on our agenda to, to actually train on together. It's an immersion. So we actually train together on things that drive your business forward, specifically retention at a retention immersion. So this will be one of the things actually Stephen, that we're going to jump into. I'd love for our podcast listeners to join us there. Yeah, it's perfect timing, right? So we're going through this big seven, right? So the, the seven reasons your patients drop out of care, right? So this is a retention study. So what perfect timing that we're doing the remarkable retention immersion in Chicago in the, for the US, or at least for the North American part of the world, October 22nd and 23rd of 2021. So October 22nd and 23rd is the remarkable retention immersion. And then for our Australian audience, it's October 29th and 30th location <laughs> to be de determined, right? So if the continued craziness continues in Australia, it would be virtual, but otherwise I believe it's scheduled to be in Melbourne. So coming up Chicago, October 22nd and 23rd, we're going to be unpacking this big seven and we're going to be training you and your team specifically around how to master these skill sets to drive greater patient retention. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. Hey, Doc, would you like to rest easier knowing that another set of well-trained eyes were reviewing all of your x-rays for pathology? How nice would it be to know that you have a team of expert radiologists checking your films, preparing reports, and assisting in patient management and diagnosis? Would you like to be accredited with Medicare and have all of the IT infrastructure to make the entire operation work without having to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars? Would you like to reduce costs to patients by providing a radiology service paid for via Medicare? Innate Radiology can help. Innate Radiology provides teleradiology reporting services for Australian chiropractors under Medicare. They help with the setup and management of radiology practices inside chiropractic clinics all around Australia. They coordinate the entire radiology setup and management for chiropractors, making the process easy, efficient, cost-effective, and profitable. 
Innate Radiology subleases the chiropractic clinic premises to operate a radiology centre within the chiropractor's office. This provides a great service, peace of mind and a revenue stream to the chiropractic business bottom line, whilst providing a government-funded health service to the chiropractor's referred patients, reducing their out-of-pocket expense, which would otherwise incur costs. The founders of Innate Radiology are a chiropractic team who know what chiropractors want from a radiology service. They make the investment into a radiology setup positive cash flow from day one, which adds dollars to the business bottom line. To learn more, go to www.innateradiology.com.au. That's www.innateradiology.com.au. Now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, it's, it's so valuable. It's, it's just like this concept that we're talking about here, Dr. Stephen, today, another CEO concept, training your team. So one of the things that I know is going to improve your table talk in your practice across, you know, all the doctors in the team is to train on table talk. It's not something you just get good at because you've been a chiropractor longer. You actually get good at it because you train on it. And that's a really important thing. You, this may not be something you've, you actually train on or haven't trained on maybe in a while. This would be a, a regular training for me as far as doctor trainings go. This is a regular on the, on, in the sequence, like it's table talk. We, we don't want to get too far away from a training on table talk because you lose your edge. You lose that, you know, that, that sharpness that we need to have. And, and so much of it is comes back to what we prioritize, right? So ROI, we talk about ROI, the highest ROI is training with your team. Well, guess how you can measure it? You can measure it by retention, because if you can look at the best businesses, what does it cost to get a new customer versus what does it cost to simply keep an existing customer? I mean, the, the costs, and I've heard different numbers, right? but it's at least 4X, right? It's probably more than that, right? So at the end of the day, think about the value of simply doing a really good job at the table talking, doing tech, specific talk. Not Remember, it's not for conversations. It's for education, right? The adjustatorium is not for conversations, for education. Now, you might call it a conversation, but it's a conversation that is education that's driving somebody becoming a deep, a greater understander, right? So you're driving understanding ultimately. So if that's happening consistently, that ROI from those trainings on that, you will see it in retention. You'll see it in your stick rates. You'll see it in your compliance. You'll see it in your re-sign rate. You're going to see that and referrals too. You'll see it in all across the, all the domains. You'll see it across, but focusing in on retention. If we look at, just look at, if I looked at your vital signs for your practice, Dr. Steven, I know we do this. We look at practices. We look at your numbers. We look at stats. We start tracking things. When we start looking and saying, okay, there's some issues going on with retention. What's going on here at this part of the business? We just go upstream, just like you said, Dr. Steven. And we go right back to this. So there's three things, Dr. Steven, I think we're going to be focusing in on here before we, you know, on this podcast before we wrap. Methodologies, I think, that we want to hit on that are really important concepts, CEOs, for you to have an understanding of and to have as far as equipping your team. And I'm just going to just name them and then we're going to dig in. Number one is setting the expectation of the patient how important that is. Number two is following through. And then number three is getting people to the workshop. Those are three things that we want to just talk about here, Dr. Steven. And I know this is really going to help doctors, you CEOs, as you're listening to this and some COOs, because I know we've been hearing about COOs loving the podcast. So as you're listening to this, 
how to drive this. So Dr. Steven, first thing is setting expectations. Yeah, I think it's great to think of the big seven as, you know, this is actually a retention system, right? So each one of these standalone is a skill set and a methodology, right? So, but together they form this system that the natural fruit is retention because retention is very unnatural, right? So you've got to recognize that we live in an outside-in world. Your patients are coming from an outside-in place, an outside-in perspective where they've been, you know, immersed in this broken model, this outside-in model that has just devastated the state of health of our planet as was demonstrated this past year. I mean, that's, let's face it. That's why we had this quote unquote pandemic was because everybody was so sick and weak to begin with. Right. So the reality is, is your patients are coming from that outside in world with this outside in perspective, where if you feel good, then you're great. If you don't feel good, then you're sick and you need to go find a doctor so they can give you a pill to make you feel good. Right. So, I mean, ultimately that's what people are raised in, right. Unless they're like our little weirdos that are raised in the inside out model. Right. So what an advantage they have, because they understand both paradigms, but they get to choose the inside out truth. Right. So what we recognize is that patients are coming from this place where retention's unnatural, right? So if we're doing our job well, next thing you know, we've got people that go from most likely some type of body signal or crisis or condition or something. They show up because they're trying to get rid of something. They have goals around wanting to get back to something that they have to do. And we teach them about getting back to things that they love to do, right? So that's a bigger timeline, but we have to teach that, right? That's really not what they walk in the door thinking. So this is really a very deliberate education system. And we are pushing a boulder uphill, always. Okay. So it's never downhill, right? Because the world is outside in and they go back into the world every day. They go back out into the world out of your office. So the, there's always an incline that we're pushing the boulder up the hill, right? So think of the boulder as their belief system, right? So it's always an upward incline. Okay. It's never flat. It's a never decline. It's never downhill. The degree of that inclination, how steep that hill is, is determined by you following this process or not, right? So think about that. You're never taking your hand off the boulder. You're pushing it uphill at all times, right? And you're digging your feet in. And our objective here is to get that incline and reduce it. <laughs> so get that angle and reduce it. So it's not such a steep incline and you could just walk with that boulder and just put your hands on it and it gets really easy, right? So we all know if you took your hands off the boulder, it'd roll back over you and back down the hill, right? So that's my metaphor for why we want to continually do this and never take our hands off it, right? So the system that I'm describing here is it starts with expectations and agreements. You do that heavy lifting on the front end. This is the hard, easy. Do the hard work on the front end. Do that awkward stage on the front end and shape their expectations as they're available to learn. What does it mean to be a chiropractic patient? How do I do this thing called chiropractic? What is an office visit like? What's an adjustment like? How can I behave in the office? How do I behave in the adjustatorium? What do they do? What do they say? How long does it take? All of that is being shaped in the very, very beginning. That's setting expectations and agreements. And it's critical that you do that. We'll talk in the detail around how you do that well. The second step of this is following through with those expectations and making sure that those first three, four, five, six visits, when you're shaping their understanding of what it means to be a chiropractic patient, we have to be consistent. Like Dr. Pete, like you said, it was consistency is the new intensity. We have to commit to that consistency. Three, four, five visits in, if you continue with the table talk, man, that's the heavy lift right there. Now they expect that every time you come in and there would be something missing if we you know, diverted from that in the future visits. And then the third part of this is the workshop. 
and the workshop, man, I highly leverage the workshop. We're going to unpack that actually in the next episode, but really today we're going to help you understand how the workshop is the key to making your table talk effective, but much, much easier. You know, the big idea is if you bring people to the workshop, you're actually creating the space and time where you're going to be able to challenge and shape their belief system, challenge their broken belief system, break it down with them, and then rebuild a new and truthful belief system, a new perspective, break down that outside in broken model, build up the inside out perspective so that their paradigm changes, right? When their paradigm changes, everything gets easier on the other side of that, right? So this is where this begins. It begins at the workshop, right? The heavy lift starts there. Then we introduce the dirty dozen, right? So the 12 things everybody needs to know to be healthy. We teach those concepts. If you're a note taker, please underline that word concept. So you're teaching them the concept of the dirty dozen, 12 things people need to know to be healthy, right? And then the third piece of this is the three-legged stool, right? The three-legged stool is teaching them what they need to start doing and stop doing, right? In order to get the results that they're looking for. Adjustments in rhythm, break your bad habits, add your exercises. That's the three-legged stool. That gives you all the fodder you could possibly need to do incredibly effective table talk. Dr. Pete, I never, ever ran out of things to talk about table side. And that's why we built a practice of over a thousand a week. I'm super proud of that because I knew we made an impact. Yes, we had a multiple seven-figure business, but the thing I'm most proud of is the outcomes that we got for families changing their health trajectory because people that started care stayed under care. We enjoyed a PVA of over 300 for more than 15 years, right? Which means that everybody that started stayed, <laughs> you know? So at the end of the day, we were able to actually change the way they thought. So we changed the way they behaved. When they changed the way they behave, they had a better health outcome. I mean- this is at the crux of, of our conversation. This is the crux of the CEO question. What do you want to create? What are you trying to build? What is it that you're trying to create? Dr. Steven, you were crystal clear on what you wanted to create and you work to create that. And like you said, it's an uphill push. The question is the steep, the incline angle. And that comes back to these things, the three things you talked about. You know, one of the things that I, you know, we say and during the conversion process, and we continue to say this, this is what you have to do to get what you want. Guys, as I'm talking to you and we're listening, you know, I'm listening to you, Dr. Steven, we're going back and forth. And I know we're all in this conversation together as chiropractors and CEOs. It's, hey, this is what you have to do to get what you want. This is what you have to do, CEOs, to get what you want. This is what you got to do. This is what your team has to do. And it's the same thing that the patients is. This is the, that's the essence of the table talk is when I'm speaking to a patient, this is what you need to know to get what you want. This is what you need to do to get what you want. If I'm always thinking along those lines, and this is actually, I'm doing this for you. This is actually, I'm depositing in your account, your bank account. is You're getting more in deposits in there. You're building the, the wealth account of health, knowledge, and information. So when I think about the first one, which is expectations, it comes back to that first regularly scheduled adjustment. We call it the break-in on them. We call it the day three. And it's so powerful to really set this, the tone for what does this relationship look like moving forward, setting the expectations for the adjustments. So there's really, you know, when we say define your office visit and table talk, there's three things that we set the patient up so they know exactly what to expect moving forward. Number one is an objective assessment of their spine and nervous system. Number two is a corrective adjustment, specific scientific adjustment. And number three is delivered education. And when we set the expectation that those are the three things that are going to happen on each office visit, and we start them with that on that 
first regularly scheduled adjustment. We establish that expectation. Okay. That's what Dr. Stephen, you were talking about setting expectations and agreements. We say that a lot at different parts. This is what the setting the expectation agreements looks like in the adjustatorium on the first regularly scheduled adjustment. We call on their day, on their breaking in day, when you're really getting them set up for victory to say, hey, here's how you win. Here's how you're going to get the best results the fastest. Here's how this is part's going to work in that journey called the adjustment. This is what that looks like, an objective assessment. And here's how we do it. And I know that we have all different t- styles of techniques and chiropractors and stuff like that on this podcast. We know that. So however you do that, okay? This is what I will do. This is what the doctors are doing. We're objectively assessing. Number two, we're delivering the adjustment, a corrective adjustment, specific adjustment. And then the third is, and this is the piece, the deliberate education part. Now, I hope all these things are happening in your practice, but you can analyze right now and and assess your and audit your practice and say, how consistently are we doing those three things? Are we doing that with each person each time? Are we assessing objectively? Are we assessing? Are we doing the corrective adjustment and are we deliberately educating? And I would say, Dr. Steven, the, the deliberate education probably is a, an area where we're missing a lot of times. We, we, this is an area where we're you know, dropping the ball, where we have blind spots and it's just not happening consistently and it's, or it's not happening well. And so that's the first thing we've got to get that right. If we can do that, and all the docs and the team is doing this and the CAs understand this is the objective. This is what's happening in the adjusting room. The CAs actually know that then everyone is on the same page, that this is the expectation. So my team now is going to have the right conversations preceding an adjustment, not to screw it up. Because I always told my team, I said, listen, you're adjusting people just like I'm adjusting people. Because we're in the belief shaping business. We're adjusting minds. We're adjusting their heart. We're adjusting that. So before they even get in and get their spine adjusted, they've already been set up beautifully by all of you. So understand, these are the things that the doctors we're doing so these are the things we expect you to do. Remember, your role is clinical, whether you're a CA or you're a doctor, we're all part of the adjustment. And that's the start of the process. The adjustment starts the process of healing. It is not the process. It starts, it begins it. And this is part of that. The adjustment, the deliberate education starts a process and it's a part of a journey. Dr. Steven, this is so powerful and it's easy to miss and we can lose sight of it. I know a lot of doctors are listening like, we need to get back to that, right? So it's just so important. So if table talk feels awkward to you, you're skipping this point. Okay. So this is the thing you're missing. So if you find that you feel awkward when you're doing table talk with patients, I can guarantee you that you're missing the opportunity to set those expectations and agreements in the first one, two, three visits, right? So you've got to literally put words to it and say, okay, so Dr. Pete or Pete, (laughs) you know, it's, there's a lot you need to learn to get the best possible results and for you to reach your goals, get your health back, right? There's things that you need to start to start. To be honest with you, you don't even know what to ask me, right? So I'm not going to wait for you to ask me. Every time you're here, I'm going to teach you something about your role in the health and healing, right? So you're working with me, not against me. Cool, right? So something as simple as that. So every time you're here, I'm going to teach you something about your health and healing. So will you hold me to that? So if I forget, will you remind me, right? So literally I'd say this to people and they're like, yeah, sure doc, right? So that's the awkward conversation. There you go, we're done, right? And then all I had to do was turn and be like, see that poster on the wall there, what's that say? And there's a poster that says 12 things everybody needs to know to be healthy, right? And they would be like, it says there's 12 things everybody needs to know to be healthy. And there's 12 things listed right there. It's a spine and nervous system looks beautiful. It's an awesome poster. That's table talk, right? Right there. Those are the 12 things everybody needs to know. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to teach you those 12 things. So every time you hear, I'm going to teach you one of them. Cool. And they're like, 
Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so there we go. We are 30 seconds into awkwardness and then we get 300 visits of a wonderful relationship over a lifetime, right? And all you've got to do is be consistent. All you have to do is have integrity around what you just told them you're going to do every time. And the hardest visits are the next two, three visits, just every single time. Hey, Pete, remember I told you that every time you hear, I'm going to teach you something about your own health. Yeah, doctor. Remember, here's number two, read it. And I'd point to the poster, <laughs> read that right there. Right? And they'd be reading it. Now the patient's ticking to me, right? And I'm like, do you believe that? And it's like, so the, the, you know, healthy is normal. Do you believe that Pete? Do you think everybody in your family believes that? What do you think of the community right now? Do you think the world believes that healthy is normal? It's abnormal to be sick. Do you believe that? So now I'm Socratic and I'm engaging them and they're reading off the poster. This can't get easier, guys. <laughs> it's like literally there's 12 things everybody needs to know. And you tell them ahead of time, set that expectation. So if it's awkward for you, you know what? Add that step in the very, very beginning, right? And if you have existing patients that you've developed this relationship with that you're not doing it and you're like, okay, how do I reconcile that? How do I get the train back on the tracks? Just apologize to them. You know what, Pete? I'm sorry, man. You know what? I've been remiss. <laughs> and it was one thing that I've learned is in this year of frustration that this is a, there's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of contradiction out there. The, even the experts don't agree with each other. And you know what? I'm an expert in health and healing, right? I am the heavyweight champion of the world when it comes to health and healing. So every time every patient is here, every visit, I'm going to teach you something about what you can start doing or stop doing so that you can strengthen yourself as a host. So you're not worried about the strength of this virus. Is that cool with you? Right? Like right there, it's a pivot, right? You don't get what you want. You get what you tolerate, right? So you just have to be consistent every time in the adjustatorium and remind them, remember, I told you, I promise this here it is. And just be consistent four five, six visits in. It's their expectation. And if you forget to do it, they're going to nudge you and be like, hey, doc, you know, it's like the fortune cookie at the end of the Chinese food, you know, dinner. It's like, I heard that analogy once. I think that's fantastic. It's like, can you imagine if they brought you the bill, but no fortune cookies? <laughs> You'd be like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I think you forgot something, right? So this message comes in at the end and you're shaping their belief system, equipping them and sending them back out into the world, right? So they can be in the world, but not of the world. Digital marketing for your practice is more essential now than ever. And Atlas Digital is here to help you. Atlas Digital is a marketing company specializing in providing marketing for chiropractic and wellness doctors using cutting edge artificial intelligence. At Atlas Digital, there are no contracts and you have two options of marketing, pay per show or monthly subscription. And they provide coaching to support you and your team. To learn more, go to www.goatlasdigital.com and schedule a call to discuss your digital marketing objectives with Tony Sargent. Once again, go to www.goatlasdigital.com to learn more. There are only two types of chiropractic practices in the world today. Those who have been educating their patients, those that wish they had. And it's not too late to start. Let us help you. Our TRP practices flourished during this pandemic. They have proven the model. They did what works. And they have reaped the rewards. Most TRP practices saw best weeks, best months, best quarters, best years during the pandemic. Not just despite the pandemic. 
I suggest because they had prepared their practices and patients for the pandemic. This will not be our last crisis. This was not our last storm. Will your practice be ready for the next one? I invite you to join us in Chicago for the remarkable Retention Immersion October 22nd and 23rd, 2021, live and in person. Bring your team and join us. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash events to register today. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So good, Dr. Stephen. And, and I think it would be wonderful for us to give give a gift to you as our podcast listener. So we want to actually give you a gift. We were thinking about this resource that we have called the Dirty Dozen, and it's actually a poster. So we are going to give that away. Actually, we're going to give it to you. We do sell them in our store, but we want to give them to you. If you're a listener to this podcast, we would like for you to have it. So there's going to be a link below. There's going to be a link for you to do that, to, to receive that. So just you know, click the link and, and put in your information. We're actually going to ship them to you. So we're actually going to do that for you. As a listener to the podcast, we'd love for you to get these into your adjusting rooms, put them in the adjustatorium and start using them. So we're going to give that to you as a part of this podcast today. So please make sure that you do that. Click that, get this poster from us. We want to, we want to give it to you. That's our gift to you today. You know, and we want to just ignite the flame. We want to reignite it. And we also want to give you again, some direction. Like you said, Dr. Steven, it's not that hard. You just point to the poster and you can ask the question. I mean, the answers are for the test are right there and the test is right there and it's all right there. So That's right. make it easy for yourself because it is, it is, it is work, right? It, it's a challenge to do this. The second thing you said, Dr. C, I just want to reemphasize the point, which was the following through. Just really want to emphasize that if you can follow through for the first few visits and do this, that hard part, it does get easier because again, like the fortune cookie, they're expecting that. So they're actually nudging you. So it becomes just a lot Again, it gets easier than that. Nothing is easy, but it, it makes it a process and a system, makes your job easier. And so that's that's it. And then guys driving people to the next step. That's what we're always doing. What are we converting to? To the next step, the next step. So the next visit, next part of their journey. And this is a beautiful way to get people into the workshop, which Dr. Steven, we're going to pick up from this episode in that. Yeah, because we need to. So I feel like this is a really good spot for us to wrap this conversation. And But I want you guys to, number one, get that poster. Number two, go back to your team and maybe have your team listen to this podcast as well and say, hey guys, how can we do a better job with creating this culture of continuing education in our practice? Remember, we're in the belief shaping business. This is a really good topic to bring to a, an opening of a team meeting. This is a really good subject matter, even for a quarterly board meeting for sure, to do a deep dive into this. Guys, this is high level stuff, but it has to hit the ground. It has to become behaviors in our practice. So beliefs shape our behaviors, which shapes and drives the outcomes. And we are in the business of saving lives. So this is why this matters, Dr. Steven. Yeah. So, you know, there, if people are wondering like, what do I talk about? (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, today was really a CEO conversation to tell you, you have to set that culture in your practice. You have to recognize that this is part of the business model, right? So if you're, if you're truly committed to make sure that people get regular chiropractic care over their lifetime, you got to recognize that that is not a natural thing and you have to create that dynamic, right? So this needs to be that deliberate education process. What we're laying out for you is a system to follow, setting expectations, follow through, and then getting them to workshop. This conversation is about, listen, if if it's awkward for you or has been historically awkward for you and you're trying to get rid of that awkwardness because it feels so unnatural, you know, we talked about the first part of that was setting people up for that expectation and then the follow through using 
tools. Like we have tools for you, like the dirty dozen. Those are the 12 things everybody needs to know to be healthy. Those are the 12 concepts. You can get that poster, click the link, and we'll send that out to you. This is not really a training specifically around what to say, but to make sure that you are doing this education, right? So uh, the last part of this sort of transition from believer to understander is the workshop element, right? So if table talk is hard for you, not I don't mean awkward. I mean, if it's hard for you, I can tell you, you are either number one, not doing workshop, number two, not getting your patients to workshop, or number three, your message is off in your workshop. And in our next episode, we're going to tackle workshop so that we can take this thing called table talk, which is the key skill set to building the ultimate practice, the remarkable practice. This is the key skill set. If it's hard for you, make sure you tune into our next episode and we're going to tackle how to make table talk so much easier by delivering an effective workshop. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.